0: Tonight we're spreading the message of survival through kindness with Lady Gaga. Stay tuned. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey, hey
1: what's We've Happy got all this Monday. For I know. A sad <laughs> podcast. That's okay. <laughs> no,
0: but you know, we can make it a happy-ish podcast because it's great information. Coming but there were the some other sad side. things. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of Super Soul Sit Down, the after show for Oprah's podcast, Super Soul Conversations. And today we had an amazing, well, we didn't have a conversation with Lady Gaga, but we listened to a conversation with Lady Gaga, which was really amazing. She's all about spreading the message of survival through kindness. Kindness is super important. So we're going to dive into this after show. I'm your inspirational speaker, if you will, Jamie Alexander. And to my left, I have the ever-evolving Haley J. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. My (laughs) daddy, 20-year retired Marine, and my mama was in the Navy.
1: Love that. we appreciate all that they do, and hopefully you guys are Celebrating today. I don't know if you had work, but let's make it a good day or the, what we have left of today, anyway. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I think kids were off school, so that was yeah, awesome. They got lucky. <laughs> and I heard the meters were—you didn't have to yeah, feed the no, meters.
1: No, I learned that in God, LA on holidays. I'm just like. Suddenly so free. Oh,
0: feels so good. <laughs> I was like a meter. What? <laughs> it's the little things to be grateful for. So, Lady Gaga, I really loved a lot that she had to share about her message of, you know, gratitude and spreading kindness and joy and love and unity through kind gestures of all sorts. What did you think about the podcast as a whole? Yeah, I know you said you found
1: something sad. Let's talk about that. I thought it was extremely sad. I mean, it's the clear case of someone who on the surface looks like they have it all, but obviously there's so much more to her. She's hurting deeply. And I think now we see her on the other side, and so we assume everything's good, but she's still very much – she's clearly struggling with things still. So I think it takes a lot of strength, regardless of how much money you have in the bank. When you're hurting, you're hurting. So I really admire that she talked so openly. I think Oprah has a way to get people to do that in general. Yeah. You could tell she felt very comfortable and it felt like it was a safe space. But even admitting things that she'd never admitted before when it came to her cutting and those self-realizations as to why she did it because that was... Yeah. I'd never heard that approach when she said that she was cutting because she couldn't tell people how she was feeling, so she was showing them. And that... I just I felt her pain in... I'm thankful to say that I've not ever been in that low of a place myself, but I could just—I felt like I could feel it through the podcast of where she was coming from. So I thought this one was really heavy, and I respected it. Gosh, I didn't catch
0: it, but I wonder if she believes in God. I wonder what her spiritual background is. I'm just curious. And I, I, that only came to me because I know that it, it's like I could relate I to her in being a, into a low place. But I think that just for me personally, having a relationship with God always was just that teeny little oh, bean dust size thing that helped me stay connected to myself
1: i have your answer she said she believed god wanted her to feel and experience real pain so she could find her purpose in helping other people and that that was the beauty and everything behind her experience she said i want to help heal the world even if it hurts so okay yeah whether so she I'm classifies glad. as some belief system i i think that too and at the end of the day it's Sometimes we need those things to fuel us, whether you classify yourself under any umbrella of religion, just having something to connect to. I think it makes us feel good.
0: Yeah, no, definitely not religion, but relationship with God definitely, um, which she talked about. It makes perfect sense because that allows you to understand things on a different level for her to even recognize that the pain was to help someone else and not just being in pain for the sake of being in pain. So I love that. Um, being able to walk in purpose where you are understanding people who are suffering is kind of what we're here for. And we kind of talk about it on the show all the time. Like, I think that's why we go through these things like heartbreak and, you know, whatever the problems are being broke, heartbreak, I don't know, whatever the things that we go through. I definitely think Um, We use our pain for purpose so that way we can help other people. And I love how she's doing this um, with practicing gratitude and spreading the message of love and kindness. Now, what did you think about the overall theme of kindness being the vehicle to healing?
1: I think it's one of the most simple yet really hard things to do. That's good. It's one of those messages we hear about when we're little kids of just be kind to others. And I think because we're just so you know, not forced, but just because we've heard it so long, we stopped appreciating the meaning behind it. So I think just really sitting down and questioning what does it mean to be kind to people? A lot of times it means being kind when no one's kind to you. And that is where Mm -hmm. the true strength comes from. And even, you know, I nanny and I had two little boys talking about this kid who was a bully. And I tried to say, you know, he's a bully because he's probably unhappy with something he's probably taking out. And I tried to, you know, put it in little kid terms and Long story short, they didn't understand what I was saying, but it just made me think if I had that perspective as a little kid, because you don't, mm. you think people are just mean because they're mean, but yeah. just like you read negative comments and things like that, no one doing that is from a happy place. Happy people don't feel the need to hurt other people, to be malicious, so it takes a lot of you know patience and self-reflection and just understanding overall to realize that being kind is the way you can connect with someone. And that's probably the most unexpected thing a bully would think would be coming their way. They're, yeah. they're, it's just a domino effect of I'm going to be mean to you, you're going to be mean to me. So if someone breaks that cycle, that's how you break the cycle. Someone taking the ultimate strength and they're not like the weak kid or yeah. you know the little wussy. They're the ones that are the strongest, in my opinion, of any of those kids. Yeah, absolutely. And I see
0: kindness as a total act of service. And I love how she was talking about when I'm having a bad day or a down day, I just try to do something for someone else. And that appreciation I get from that person fuels me like, okay, I did something today. I feel good. And, you know, I it's just, it's such an act of service, which is really what we're here to do. But sometimes because the way life is set up, we, it is easy to get selfish, oh, you know, absolutely. and just focus on yourself. Yeah.
1: I work on that because I will catch myself sometimes having selfish tendencies and then I have to check in and say, you know what? No, you can let go of this one. It's okay. You can just don't worry about some of those things so much and that believing that the universe is, and not just doing things because of good karma, but just like you right. believe you're going to be okay and that you can spare things here and there for the sake of making other people happy. And yeah. I thought that she called herself a kindness punk. Oh he yeah, that's that cute. She rebelled against all the things in the world that are unkind. That's that. Could that be a whole script with a superhero kindness punk? That's the new. Yeah. that's the new movie coming out. Or like Care Bears. We'll now, I right? like
0: picture a Care Bear. I'm like, then you have the kindness punk Care Bear with like hair and like. It was just Wouldn't like it kind just Care be Bear. so
1: cool though if the world was just kinder to each other? If we just why it, it just sucks that we're fighting in the opposite direction instead of already naturally being kind that we have to work so hard to find that space but Gosh, i say I th- we're making progress what do you think yeah i would i would say it's opposite it almost feels
0: like it's more work to not be kind because kindness is more our nature but
1: like i, you I guess said, i just mean overall yeah in the yeah. grand scheme of how a lot of people treat each other and politics and all that
0: right which takes a lot of effort that's what i don't get involved it's so draining but like you said to the your little boy today the one you're babysitting like If we are better at understanding as opposed to reacting, then I think that gives us an opportunity to understand what someone's going through and not take things so personally. Because I feel like at the end of the day, it's a lot about offense. People feel offended. And when you're offended, yeah, it's just you reciprocate the same energy, and now nobody's being nice. But if you could look at something and just be like, wow, they. Must have it. That does take a lot. It takes a lot of effort to not pop off at somebody. Right. Well, in the same way (laughs) as when
1: we do things, asking ourselves, what's the reason I'm acting this way right now? Yeah. And a lot of times in the moment, we don't feel like stopping and having a personal inner. Connecting moment you're just mad so it takes practice and that's my favorite thing about the pause and stepping away and i don't know how statistically accurate this is but i heard that it takes 90 seconds for an emotion to process so whenever you're so heated and you want to act just say hey do you have 90 seconds before you react give yourself 90 seconds see what could happen see where your mind is after those 90 seconds pass i think i heard 12 seconds Basically, take a pause. Yeah, no, like the power
0: of pause. My friend teaches her daughter that, and it's so amazing. And just
1: even deep breaths. And I know it's all hippie and cliche, but people say it for a reason because it works. And I even stretching in the morning and just getting the mind connected with the body like, all of those things. And I hear myself say it and I cringe at how LA that sounds sometimes. <laughs> but when you find something that works without any drugs or medication, I'm all for it. Seriously.
0: Without those drugs and medication. Those things worse, right? Oh my God. Yeah. I have a friend going through some stuff now and I was like, girl, you t- promised you weren't going to start taking medication. Like, I don't know what the answer is going to be, but I just pray for people who feel like they don't have anywhere that they can go. Um, other than it's something like that,
1: sad. and I do with the medication thing. I I do think some people who are prescribed, diagnosed, do need the medication. And oh yes, a lot yes, of, people, of course. But yeah, but I mean, like, I, I think antidepressants, more than not, people yeah. turn to it maybe sooner than they really need to. But yeah. I can see if you feel like you have no other options, I guess I'd rather it be something like that than you know drugs or something super heavy. So it's yeah, tough, that's a tough one she talks about um traveling the world and seeing the pain and struggle she saw she just she what saw a real pain a you blessing. know what i'm saying we yeah. we live in our bubble and yeah we've experienced hardships but me personally i don't know what it's like to be starving for weeks i don't know what it's like Correct. to not be able to have fresh water those are real you know devastations in the world and she saw that she saw moms that could not feed their children and They both, her and Oprah both shared that. They realized that they can, I I liked that they did this too by saying, look, I know I'm so privileged. Lady Gaga said, look, I've got a house in the hills. I know I don't need that. So instead of acting all timid and yeah, I'm fortunate. She was very real. She said, yep, I've got all these things. I know that, but everything is going to, like, even with her makeup line and house laboratories, she said all of her product is going to, or all of her money coming in is going back out. Yeah. And that- I could even if I, I could see myself honestly getting to the point where even if I was that successful, I'd want to keep profiting. I'd want it to keep going. I'd want to be a boss lady, but she just doesn't seem to care about that. And that's really cool. Well, I mean, she has the space.
0: I, I don't. I don't know if she's going to give up everything she has to. Right. You know, she's, she's not going to go broke over Music, it. Right. no, not even close. She's that, got the mis- music income industry, movies. She'll be okay. But what is beautiful about that is she was blessed with the abundance and the overflow to help, and that's what we can only hope that people do when they do get in position um, to give to other people. Because there's people who have way less, and even though we don't see too many mothers who literally can't feed their kids weeks on end, we do have a insane homeless problem here and i was just watching instagram live and one of my friends was talking about being in hancock park and seeing like four people eating out of trash cans and this is such a nice place and blah 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 but we do there's this juxtaposition out here it's beautiful it's landscaped um things look all hollywood beverly hills whatever but then you literally have like tent cities where yeah. all of these people are homeless and they don't have anything so we get a little bit of a glimpse to just be like dang you know that's when i'll like give a buck or like try to yeah. make food or join something I carry around
1: and i feel like i should maybe not carry the thing that's highest to allergies but i carry around oh, a peanut peanuts. butter sandwich oh well, like a bag of peanuts but and it's protein. It's that's I always quality said, like, little. Do you want them because I'm like not trying to be on the news for poisoning someone. I know. But <laughs> also, because I, I do. That's so sweet. I'll be honest that I sometimes am skeptical of if I give money of where the money's going and yeah, if it's dark out, I don't necessarily feel comfortable of yeah. them coming up to my car. But I I like yeah. to help out when I can and just. It's It's really sad. Yeah. Even on my darkest days, I've still got family. I've still got friends. I know I would never be in that position. So I can't help but wonder how so many have no one to help that they're on the side of the street. Yeah. I think
0: about it all the time, especially taking the
1: train and stuff. I just look and I'm like, how did this happen? How do we get here? It's so much. (laughs) She talks about her invention of Lady Gaga with makeup and color. And that was like her Superman. That was her cape. So Did you think that when you first saw Lady Gaga as this character? Because Stephanie is who she really is. Right. But now, which I thought was beautiful, she sees herself as both. So she realizes that she can be this strong woman. She doesn't always have to be stuck as the victim. So that was really cool to hear her say that she's at this other side now. But what did you think about the concept of lady? It makes a lot of sense, too, because sometimes when you see Lady Gaga and it made me wonder if Nicki Minaj at all had this mindset, because sometimes you see them and you think that they're just, you know, the more attention, the more glitz and glam, the more headlines and things like that. But really, she was hiding behind that. Yeah, that's what I see. As if she was showing off.
0: Yeah, that's what I see. I see hiding instantly because it's just so much and it's just you know, and Isn't it's not that a bad an thing. an interesting
1: concept? You're, you could not stand out more with that type of look, but ultimately she did it to create an armor.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's again, I feel like it's one of those things that's human nature when you, it, yeah, it's that opposite effect because Lady Gaga is such a loud persona. I mean, the whole meat dress and like the hair that this, not even using your own name, all of these things are clearly a huge block. So do you, you like don't. how she
1: said, I didn't think the meat dress was that much, though?
0: She I'm was like, like oh, that
1: one wasn't that shocking. we <laughs> like, were yeah. wearing meat. <laughs> right. Let's, like, piss off the vegans even more. Let's wear it, Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I can definitely see the separation when people do things like that. A lot of artists do it. Um, I probably would guess that Nicki Minaj has the same thing. I think a lot of them, I mean. Makes it- you
1: wonder. Probably not all of them. Some probably just have fun with fashion, and it's that simple. But yeah, Perhaps. But it does make me wonder how many more... But we see this a lot, right? We see celebrities that are so unhappy because it's that mentality of more is just more and then it's suddenly never enough. And I think when you realize that is when you really put value into what makes you happy and you realize that there's no dollar signs in front of that.
0: Yeah, at some point you have to come to the end of yourself Um, It's something that no matter what level you're on has to be done just so you can get to the core. I think that's End what this whole yourself. thing is about. Yeah, absolutely. And just her being in alignment with the idea that we're meant to bring people joy. Because her heart is so good and she's been through so much, I think whether she had a ton of money or not, she would still be on the path of serving, which is so amazing. So I just, I love seeing Thanks that. So
1: too. Yeah. And when she talked about the men in her life that mm. she wanted she wanted a guy that could because that's an interesting thing too she's had very high profile public relationships yeah. that didn't go well and especially if you're already not a brittle person but someone that's already just gone For through on so inside. much yeah. yeah, I could see how a breakup especially in the, in the public eye where everyone has an opinion and you know pinning you with this celebrity and that celebrity I can imagine how that would really be weighing on you after a while so how do you think how do you feel about her just really seeming chill about it all I mean, I think we all
0: have to unwind at some point and figure it out. Um, Whether you're in the spotlight or not, especially when it comes to matters of the heart, we all deal with it in a certain way, and there's a journey to it. I mean, unless you're lucky or the exception to the rule, nobody kind of comes out the gate just, oh my God, we met in high school, we're married, everything's great, we've been together since we were 15.
1: Yeah, you know,
0: (laughs) so that's great and cute. Otherwise, the rest of us have to kind of navigate what we need and what we want through experiencing what we thought we needed and wanted and figuring out that hey this is not it it's not just about the looks or the glam or them liking gaga like they need to like me in totality i mean i feel the same way there's times where i'm super you know i do i do events so when people see me out and i'm hosting i'm like all over the place i have all this energy blah 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 but you know can you sit with me when i don't feel like talking at all and i'm mm-hmm. like kind of pissy and you know we all have different colors <laughs> yeah
1: i was watching the people's choice awards and Just thinking about how, you know, hosting is hard. You're making something that's really actually unnatural look natural on camera. Yeah. And sometimes I just have days where I feel like I can't talk. Like, my words just don't come out right. And I had this weird panicky of, like, what would that be if I was in front of the camera? So to always be on, to always be expected to just be... Because people don't see her as human. We've talked about this before. When you're that famous, right? People just see you as especially kind of coming out of the gate with as a spectacle almost with the high fashion and this big... Persona of a person, we started to see her as like Lady Gaga is not real.
0: Well, it kind kind of she is, but she kind of is. When you create a persona, it's like the alter there's ego. Yeah, it's an alter ego. There's something about it that's kind of not real. That kind of gives us. You know, the, it gives us an opportunity to look at something for fun. When you're working in entertainment, it's a fine line. Like things get weird just like, you know, if you're an actor and then people are calling you by the name your name is on the show. Right. But they're not even
1: realizing that you're a completely different person. I feel like it's yeah, like that. Absolutely. I think I've seen this as a pattern too with a lot of celebrities. I've noticed that. Do you remember when Katy Perry did that whole – it was like a 24-hour therapy thing, and her whole oh, yeah. thing was she wanted to be called by her real name. She was suddenly so detached what from Katy Perry. Pain? Is it Katy? No, I forget though. I but wonder Katie what. Perry do- is okay, like, I, I would know it if I heard it. But Katy Perry is the her persona. Even Halsey. Her real name is Ashley, which was just kind of the switch of the letters. Oh, okay. But I notice even her Instagram is like, hi, I'm Ashley. So it kind of feels like right. a lot of them came out of the gate with these walls and ads, which is a good thing I'd say. As I, I, I got so. more comfortable, they're ready to show the world that this is actually who I am. Yeah. Because that'd be weird, right? To always be treated like... Like it would be completely Jamie, weird, just, no. Or especially, thank God for real friends, because could you imagine if your friends just started acting so weird, weird around you? Or just, you could tell, you know when you can tell when someone's just like trying to go with you to the party because you've got the hookup type thing. Not yeah. like I'm always the one in a position with the hookup. But, you know, you can yeah. feel when someone's not being authentic.
0: Yeah, Will Farrell and Jim Carrey talk about it. Like, people always look at them and they're like... <laughs> Waiting for them to be funny. Oh, and they're like, gosh. dude, I'm
1: like eating a sandwich. I can you know imagine what I mean? <laughs> that pressure of the comedian. Yeah, you can't go to any room without being on and having the show. Hey, and like be- sometimes you just need a breather. Yeah, like that's a
0: persona for camera and this is who I really am. But I love how she kind of bridged that, you know, gap between the persona and the reality with makeup because makeup does make you feel beautiful. And if you don't have it together on the inside, makeup and beauty does give you an opportunity to dress up the outside so you can do whatever pushing forward you need to push forward. What do you think about that concept?
1: I liked that she hit that middle ground perfectly for me because, you know, we've talked about how they say don't call little girls beautiful. And yeah, we want them to know that they're more. But I don't think there's any shame in wanting to feel confident on the outside too and it's knowing obviously that there's so much more to a person but i think beauty is fun i do feel better when i feel more confident about myself i don't see that changing anytime soon i think just kind of the way our brain is wired we feel better when we feel good about the way we look and yeah you know not always the case but i feel myself going into a hole sometimes if i feel like i'm not having a good day physically or whatever it is so I think the fact that she voiced that yes I created this line because I felt better I wanted to give everyone and everyone too. obviously she's very exclusive or inclusive Mm -hmm. to all genders and all sexuality so this line was just for anyone to feel good and play with color and have fun and express themselves and I think she she nailed it
0: yeah looking good on the outside you feel good on the inside I mean it's just one of those things it's As humans, we do say those things like not to focus so much on the outside. But then at the same time, there's a fine line. Like we can't front like we can't see, you know, Mm -hmm. beauty is beauty. We see it in nature. When I see a beautiful pink flower amongst like green bushes, I'm like,
1: oh, my God. And that's how I feel when I wear a lip pop. I mean, what's the difference? I almost bought a water bottle just because I liked the bottle. And I'm like, hey, you have water at home. What are you doing? Yeah. You're just kind of like, oh, shiny toy. It's something our brains are wired to and whether that's society telling us what to consider beautiful or whether that's something we have inside of us, whatever the case, yeah, I I think it's perfectly okay to want to look good and to say you're attracted to certain things that are pretty or are handsome yeah. whatever it is.
0: Yeah, again, I think society robs it from nature. Like look at the sunsets, they're never the same, but we've seen, you know, dress patterns or yeah, even when we're doing our makeup the way we blend everything, it's still kind of reflective of the sunset or, you know, the beach or flowers or so I think that we're just expounding on beauty as humans. Be a makeup and it's fun. Be, be a beauty, be everything a beauty. beautiful. Yes,
1: I like how she talked about the facts versus feelings, which is again a very repeated message, but a lot of times hard not to believe everything we tell ourselves. And I
0: loved that DBT that tr- it was called DBT that um, whatever it was, it was a program that she does that taught her if I'm feeling this way, but oh, I check right. the facts and it isn't the truth. I tell people to do that all the time. I mean, obviously because it's a good thing. But I literally do that. I tell people and I do myself. I'll write down truths. Like, is this true? Why would we, am we I lying tripping? to ourselves? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's that we want to stay in a perpetual state of sadness sometimes just because we get addicted to the feeling or I,
1: I almost feel like it's a little bit of mix of something we've experienced in our past where we hold on to it. And then that fear of it. Just being true again, getting yeah, your well, hopes up and being disappointed, maybe. Well,
0: we find ways to justify it so that way we don't have to put our butts on the line again. We don't have to be risky. If I can say, nope, last time that happened, it didn't work out, that makes the human mind comfortable. Like, I know it all. I know it's going to mm-hmm. happen. It would take me yeah, letting you go. You don't want
1: to be hurt ultimately, right? It's some yeah. Type of you don't want to feel
0: pain or go through whatever it is you went through last time. So you make up a story. And then you run with it. And it's really not the truth. So to hold up your story against truth is the best way to annihilate it if you want to. You always have to make the choice, I feel like.
1: I think we forget how much of a choice we really do have.
0: That's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's hard to see because I think we just get in a state where we are used to feeling a certain way. Or she also answered a question from Oprah like, what about people living the false life that are not living who they are? And her giving that permission like – you're not ready. Maybe I sometimes love you're that. just not ready.
1: That surprised me, honestly, too. Yeah. Because I kind of thought she was going to come out of the gate saying, you know what, own your truth. But I really, that just shows me so much more that she is so understanding and that everyone does. I think that's a lot of the times why people get scared because just ultimately people are going to be on different paths. Some people are going to be so ready to own their truth. Some people aren't. Some people don't know. Yep. And you can't push someone to maybe classify themselves when they don't know if what they're going to classify or if they ever want to have some classification yeah you know maybe they'll never be in any sort of box or title whatever it is and I I really liked that she was saying that's okay and I think that alone just someone in that deep state of pain and struggle hearing the words that you know you're okay it's okay to be exactly where you are has got to just I I just can't imagine how many people and I hope that children, adults, anyone suffering did get a chance to hear this because I truly think that if it spoke to me that I can thankfully say I I feel like I am in a pretty generally mentally healthy space. Yeah, I would say so. For someone someone that is depressed or extremely hurting, this has got to touch them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's one of those things that gives people permission to be who they are. If this is who you are in that season, it is what it is. It's already hard enough. But to also take on the weight of shame to feel like oh so not only do i feel like crap but who i'm being is not enough and it's not me and i have to work to undo these layers and girl sometimes you just need a minute and because life is a journey we got time you know we have time yeah. to unfold these things and allow happenings to help mold and shape us just like a potter to clay into not necessarily who we're, into who we're gonna be but who we're going to be in seasons at the moment. It just changes and it shifts for whatever we're ready for. I remember personally, when I lived in New York, I had a good time, but I was also struggling so hard. And after I got back and started to work through some of my stuff, I realized how I was not ready to face that stuff. There was stuff that I wasn't ready to face for at least three years, so... You know, I partied a lot, I drank, I did everything I could to mask it and be okay. And I was, it floated me through that season, but I really didn't notice how much I was doing until I could look in retrospect. Like, there's no way I could have sat with myself on the breakup, the loss, the this, that. I I just wasn't ready. So I would have hated to feel guilty for that as well, you know?
1: And I think you need to be in the right space at the right time to fully feel like you can't force those things. If you're not ready to confront something there's, yeah you just have to let it ride out and you know hopefully we want to believe that we'll all get to the point where we are ready but those things can't be forced because that's ultimately just a band-aid you're not really healing oh my god the ba- the band that is real. so true oh my god how and let, we put band-aids on so many things in life because it's easier to put a band-aid on than actually treat the wound i figure know figure out how to heal
0: and then you look under the Band-Aid, you're like, girl, you need surgery. Yeah. Like this thing is, <laughs> this is not looking Band-Aid good. Is not strong enough. You know?
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's very true. I love how you brought up that analogy because we do it all the time. And I think we do it, sometimes we're doing it for ourselves. Like I just need to put this smile on so I can get through the day. But sometimes we th- do it for other people, yeah. almost like a performance. But which, you can
1: cry when you're out of work mentality. Like don't cry here. You can it, cry in five minutes. Yeah. And it's true. But the world makes you feel guilty for that. Like. That, to me, is weird when I think we can all say it to each other and we all understand it, right? We all are like, been there, get it, but... Not here. (laughs) But Right. But when you're in that setting, it is does a lot of times feel like it's just you and it doesn't feel okay or professional being a woman. We don't want to cry at work because that does not make us look strong. That is not admirable. No one wants to hire the person who's a mess at work, but... People talk behind your back. They want to know what's going
0: on with you. I mean, I definitely go through that. I find it. I'm. I work full time in corporate, and that part is a struggle because when I'm menstrual, customer service. It's
1: hard. Yeah, y'all making me cry at this point
0: because I have to like give, 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 and right now I don't have anything to give. But I can't call out. If I do, I miss money. There's no understanding. It's just, it's harsh on everyone, but especially women in that particular case. But it can be really harsh. I mean, people.
1: I think in customer service forget, and I've almost. <laughs> I've, I don't think I've ever been so cruel or nasty to someone, but I've even felt myself be more tempered if I'm. Let's be real at the DMV. I wasn't my nicest <sighs> self in a really frustrating situation. Yeah, and a part of me didn't see that person as a person. Yeah, but I was just mad at my situation, and yeah. I wanted to know how they were going to fix it. Didn't matter. I don't even know what the person looked like. I was just yeah. that. Just it makes me feel bad because if that were me. I thinking back, I'm sure they were doing everything. They knew what to do with that situation, but yeah, it, it takes a lot of heat. Even as a server, I told myself, oh, i my never to work in a restaurant again because yeah, PTSD from those experiences. Like it's, it's a lot from you just people can be cruel and especially, on a famous platform like that yeah well speaking of ptsd
0: i totally related to gaga when she talked well okay so first of all i hate that she went i don't know what happened because she didn't elaborate on the story but being repeatedly raped at 19 i don't know what situation she was in but my god not only is that devastating but i can only imagine the ptsd that comes with that i mean I, it's so funny because I feel like for this whole week I've been talking about PTSD with girlfriends. Like some of us have PTSD in dating. Like the second a guy does something or says something or is in a weird, it's just like I, well, it's I that can't protection. Yeah, like, I've like, seen
1: this before and mm-hmm. I know how this ends.
0: Yeah, and I can't do it. I'm scared. I'm mortified. Or seeing somebody. Like I had a friend who was out somewhere and saw somebody that looked like her ex with a mm. with a woman, and it wasn't. But it just brought back all the feelings of. Oh, my God, when I was with him, this happened and he was always with other girls. Like, I have imprints of other women's faces in my mind just because I know my ex You're cheated. Like traumatized It's messed it. up. Yeah. Like, you know, and this is where it leaks into everything because this is where some people start hating on people. Like, oh, my ex cheated on me with a girl who looked like that. She's probably. Yeah. Like, we started You it, find yourself it perme- seeing yes. traits
1: in other people and almost. My sister PTSD. did that with a girl's name, and she was like, I don't like her because her name is so-and-so. See? And it's like, that has nothing to do with this. But I, at the time, I was like, I, I can understand if that reminds you of something so painful for you. You're going to yes. do everything in your power to push it away. But I think that's stress. just like getting older and growing and realizing that. And especially even when it comes to cheating stuff, a lot of times, unless the girl fully knows Usually, it's not the girl's fault. Usually, it's the of guy's course, fault. Of course, of course. But we want to hate Usually. the
0: girl. Now, <laughs> well, there's sometimes. Yeah, they're not always innocent. They're not
1: always innocent. Like if they know they're doing wrong, that's a different story. But yes,
0: but generally, it's like I've seen a lot of that. Like even in high school or stuff or whatever. Like when girls wanting to go fight the other girl, and it's like, mm-hmm. girl, do you know your man told? Not only is he committed to you, but he told her he was single. All of these things. Yeah. But it's still just the angst that it brings on. So I think we all carry PTSD in so many different ways. So I love to see her healing that through serving because I I don't know. I can't really think of a better way. I don't know besides letting go and surrender than her mornings. I love her morning routine. I'm jelly. Oh, if I can get into it a little bit. I I know you're a routine girl. I love it because that would be my dream life. Like I have to work, but I wish that I could wake up and you know, I don't drink coffee, but I'd have my tea, sit on the patio. I love the idea of therapy calls. Um, I've been recently I'm hoping... i tomorrow. See? And I'm looking to find a therapist myself. And so it would be so nice to... Not only get my mind right in my own moment as I sit and look at nature and sip my tea, feel my warm is cup. So
1: real with the whole. That's why even having my lunch outside at work, yeah, it makes such a difference. It's crazy. I'm sitting by the dumpster. It's not cute, but I'm just outside. I'm listening yeah. to a podcast. I'm just kind of getting myself out of that space, having a little me time. And it's not even like my job is that stressful. <laughs> I just, I like to. It doesn't feel... have to be. It's fair. Just yeah, enjoy it. I, like I love it. that.
0: And I then always to do... said,
1: when I come into lots of money, I'm going to have a nice balcony that ideally, you know, on a mountain or something casual, but yeah. I would love to spend my mornings just outside having breakfast with just like a view and it doesn't have to be glamorous obviously, but I would really like an outside top deck where I could yeah. just have that start my day with this calm space and doing my 10 minute yoga videos in the morning too has yeah. really actually helped a lot.
0: Yeah. And I mean, then being able to hop on her uh, therapy calls and then going into doing something she loves, like that is my dream life. She gets to work on her purpose, whether she's going in and working on house or going into the studio, like, and then she'll wind down, have a glass of wine and watch some TV and go to bed. Like if that could, I love it. That's sounds like the perfect day. <laughs> it
1: sounds like the perfect day, but obviously she goes through. I mean, everybody more. goes
0: through things, but, um,
1: just that routine. It's interesting really nice. too. Cause <laughs> I
0: thought about it and definitely not to minimize her pain, but um, I don't have the luxury to do what she's doing right now. So it's like I I gotta show up and do my customer service when mm-hmm. I don't feel like it, as I'm sure she is to show up and do things. Um, but that's I think, where I
1: say we I feel like we're trapped by money when it comes to it's a money thing things like so
0: that. yeah it's like I I don't have the luxury to break down for weeks and you know go through mm-hmm. I have to go through my things on the another job another podcast
1: we heard yeah. saying the luxury of a breakdown and that's a whole other that's a whole you know, thing. concept in itself yeah. that truly and like a busy mom sometimes you, you can't oh, man. just ball and i mean you could ball in front of your kids but right then you have to deal with that that's and what right that's gonna do and yeah
0: so she's boy. definitely <laughs> very blessed there's but we all are there's blessings in the midst of everything we have We've to all overcome got so stuff, right? yeah it's definitely not to minimize that but boy uh, that sounds nice so i'm I happy just, that I she has that
1: raw and honest she was yeah. and i definitely without a doubt believe that someone out there could completely relate and it's so sad to think yeah. that there are others feeling so much pain yeah but someone like lady gaga speaking about it i think is going to do a lot of good for people
0: yeah absolutely and it also humanizes her for right people. she
1: stepped down from the lady gaga to mm-hmm. be stephanie for the podcast
0: yeah i love that that's so good i i love it people do need to hear it because we do separate entertainers and all this like They're there and we're here and we forget that we're all human. We're blinded by the lights, camera, action. Yeah, absolutely. And the makeup and the glam and the persona and, you know, um, so it's beautiful. I'm glad she shared. um, And her notion, this is the last thing for me, but practicing gratitude and spread the message of love and kindness. That's kind of seems to be the key to it all. The practicing gratitude and the spreading a message of love and kindness. And that's something that you can do. Whether you're wealthy, whether you're not, whether you have Instagram, whether you don't, you can do that with virtually nothing. You don't have to be a celebrity or wealthy to practice gratitude and spread love, a message of love
1: and kindness. So I love that. She really seemed to find her circle of people that she needed around mm. her too. She talks about her sister, her best friend, Bo. I think having people in your corner that really lift you up, want the best for you is Man. so vital in your growth because I feel like the people in my life are are giving me ideas that I think I always, I did know were always inside of me, but maybe I just needed a push. Maybe I just got distracted with everything going on in my life that I forgot about things I wanted to do to have other people around you that are just cheerleaders in your life. And then vice versa, where you can help them, you feel strong, you feel powerful. And I think that is a lot to her to have those support systems. Cause yeah, you know, she gets all of this love and she has really dedicated fans, but I think There's attention, and then there are people that love you, and she found the people that love her, and will talk her literally off a cliff when she needs someone, so... Yeah, I'm happy I mentioned those people. Yeah, I mentioned that actually yesterday.
0: Um, I'm on another After Buzz show. Actually, God friended me, so if you guys ever want to check out God friended me on Sundays at 7 p.m., it's a really great feel-good show where you just kind of see the the divine timing work in everyone's favor. So, but last night on the show, I was talking about that how you know I was going through something and friends having friends and a circle that can uplift you when you can't see yourself, when you can't see your sa- your way out of a situation.
1: My co-star app, another LA thing, yeah. said that allow people to show you things you can't see about yourself. Yeah. It's
0: it's so confirmation. That's like, you know, yeah. it really helps. So that's why that was having me people... me connecting to the universe. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it. I saw the planets <laughs> aligning. But yeah, it's very important to have that because we need it. We need a support system. So like you said, fans are one thing, but to have people that are tapped into your frequency and connected to you that can actually give you advice that you'd give yourself if you were in your right mind
1: (laughs) well and people just talking to you like a human not a celebrity they need that you're gonna I mean you will I think that's like the quickest way to unhappiness is just being around people that are not authentic
0: yeah and it actually depresses people which I mean it's kind of like
1: the perfect segue to just jump into your poll yeah so I think I knew the answer to this one and it was sad, but I did want to, as we guys on my Instagram each Sunday, I'll go to take a poll based on the topics of the conversation and it's at, hey, that's J. pretty, thank you, H-A-Y-J underscore, I would love for you guys to vote and offer up your opinions as well, but I basically wanted to know if people knew someone personally right now suffering from depression, a whopping 94% says yes, 6% says no, and I didn't know if this was any correlation, but all the no's were older men. Huh. Mm -hmm. Thought that was interesting. That is interesting. But it just goes Hmm. to show that it's it's, it is a thing, you know. It is a thing, a a serious thing. And this is why I love spaces like Oprah's podcast because it's it's also you can listen to it on your own. You can kind of have your own therapy session. If you're not like Lady Gaga said, some people are not ready to be in a vulnerable space. So to have the option to get these messages with really not having to leave your house is pretty incredible. Yeah. this is the good side of social media right the good things that we can get out of it
0: yeah absolutely and I think with seeing something like this it shows how much responsibility we have to show up if not for other people but for ourselves in the kindness in the oh, love she talks about
1: self kindness as well it's yeah exactly important.
0: it's just important so um, being so cliche,
1: nice. but love yourself first, right? And then but so many people don't. Others.
0: And then that's when you that's, get into, yeah. like, when we and my friend we were talking about dating and things like this, we can clearly see that some of these guys that are really out here cutting up, they don't know how to love themselves better yet, you they're know, loving you. Absolutely. Yes. They're
1: mad or upset, but they're not. a lot of it is way, you don't want to look inside to find out what it is, so think a lot of people don't know that they're masking anything
0: well yeah they don't measure up to what their father said or they don't measure up they they find they're not measuring up somewhere or they're not enough or they don't find value in their sense and that's something that so many adults are going through that it it becomes a function where yeah you might not even know that you don't have the love you think you're doing the right thing by being hard on yourself when really you're not giving yourself grace or space to grow at all And you're mad at yourself for it. So now you're taking it out on other people and you just think, this is the wrong person to be around. This is that. It's everybody else but you. And it all comes down to the love you're showing yourself.
1: Yeah, I guess that's why they call it working on yourself because it takes work.
0: (sighs) You got to be willing
1: to, like you said, look inward. Go there.
0: Yeah, so... When it comes to doing the work, this is why we have our special segment, Own Your Soul. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now.
1: Hey, Lee, How are you going to own your soul for the week with all so, you've learned? How I'm going to own my soul is, its I think I'm saying a lot of the same messages, but I do feel like I'm getting there, where I'm just trusting a lot more. It's a mix of the universe and faith, but... I'm trusting that things are going to happen in my favor, and although mm. on the surface they might not look like it at the time, even with you know job stuff, I that can be very stressful, not knowing necessarily your future of what's going to happen in certain things. But just trusting that I can only control the controllables, I'm gonna go towards things. With a kind headspace. I even you know texted my dad the other day. By the way, you can text me back if you're watching, Dad. I texted him and I said, I just want to let you know I appreciate <laughs> you and I love you. And I just have this weird, text your dad something and tell him that you yeah. care. So just being truthful and I'm going to post my blog tomorrow and just Yay. get my writing out there and just not really hide from the things I want to say. Good. What about
0: you? I love that. Um, I am going to work on being kinder to myself. That's something that I need to do. I'm very... You know, I can be an overachiever and, you know, a lot of the stuff stems from like childhood. I had a great childhood, but just feeling like I have to show up in a particular way and putting a stress on myself, that's unnecessary. Um, So being kinder to myself in that. And I had a conversation with a girlfriend and what we came out of it, with was two words acceptance and surrender. Surrender is a big one. Yeah. Surrender is my favorite word. It's something I think about all the time, but coupled with acceptance, I think it really gives me an opportunity to, and I actually did this last night, but I wrote a new story about myself and my life.
1: I love that. You can, right? Because I can. Your story.
0: Absolutely. And thinking about the notion of acceptance has helped me with that so much that's a you know i love the word well, surrender it takes work to fight but acceptance, right acceptance you hard know
1: to fight all the time
0: because it goes to what lady gaga said about the truths it's like jamie why are you giving yourself a heart why are you telling yourself that if you know that because I, well, I believe in god i was raised christian but in the bible it says all things work together for the greater good of those who are called i know i've been called i know what that means but can I allow myself to believe that everything that has happened, that I deem to be so terrible and beat myself up over, if everything happens for the greater good, Jay, when can you change the story about what happened and stop being a victim to what didn't happen, what you didn't get, the way things didn't go, how hard you work and what... Yeah. It's unnecessary, and that's not me being nice to me. So I'm going to continue to go into this week by yes, literally owning my soul, um, sticking Trust. to this news sir- story, and trusting. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I did want to show you guys really quick Lady Gaga's makeup line. Oh, yes. house it does. It really does look a lot different. It really expresses who Lady That's Gaga beautiful. is. She has fun with it. You can see even just her packaging is just, you know, this kind of mysterious, dark, really mm-hmm. cool. Like, look at that. I a love A cool that. mask. So I think it just really speaks to what she said about a space to be creative and play. And it's for everyone. And, you know, have fun. Like, let's not, as serious as this is. Did that come out right? As serious as yeah. this is, let's just not always take ourselves that seriously. Sometimes, yeah, let's absolutely.
0: Live. If you want to put on um, eyelashes that cover your whole eyes, like the one I just saw, that looks so cute. Yeah, like do we don't it. have to be that. We don't
1: always have to be so cool. Let's just be happy. Let's yes. just like be with people that make us feel good. Let's not overcomplicate it, right? Yes, let's not overcomplicate it. Fist pump for that one! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in. We hope you got
0: as much out of this as we did. Feel free to leave comments. We love reading them getting involved with your stories we'd love to know how you're going to own your soul this week um thank you guys for watching see you again same time same place next week on bhl um we're on black hollywood live and you guys can find us online um i'm your host jamie alexander and you can find me on twitter and you can find me on twitter at queen jamie and on instagram at jamie alexander the queen
1: and you can find me at heyjhayj underscore instagram and twitter be sure to check back sunday morning because i will be posting another poll oh and jamie we're taking a little break so next show is going to be our last show until after january but we'll keep you posted and we will be back so enjoy the holidays we'll see you next monday